Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. AEW announced that they're going to have a big show at the Wembley Stadium over in jolly old England. They've got 25,000 pre-sale sign-ups already for tickets. Do we think they'll fill the stadium? Not, it's a 90,000 seat. But when I looked at it, uh, when it came to the Fury fight that was there, so mm-hmm. I figured it'd be similar. They have 25,000 people signed up for pre-sale. They're not going to buy one ticket each. They're going to probably buy two. So right there's 50,000. That's if they only buy two. And so, and then you're gonna have the bots, and they're buying a crap load of tickets as well. And yeah, I think I, they they may not sell it out, but I think they're gonna come close. They're gonna do well. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be impressive. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Apparently, they have better TV numbers over in Europe compared yeah. to here in the states or here in Canada and North America. So yeah, with the the whole comparing WWE's opportunities in London versus AEW's first attempt at a big show. There is all kinds of potential for it to be sold out. There's all kinds of opportunity for it to be filled. Whether or not it's going to be a legitimate sellout, it's hard to say. You know, with the amount of money that the cons have with regards to uh, soccer and the World League or whatever well, they call it over that's, there. That's the big, see, league. the big thing over there is the cons have such a... They have some grassroots over there. That's what I think that makes it makes a difference exactly and it, with the fulham soccer premier league soccer team right or soccer club sorry yep. pip and all that and so it's like <laughs> you have they have so much so many connections say media wise and all that and like you mentioned the tv over there is watched more than the wwe tv so with that already twenty five thousand. uh I, I mean i hope they don't you know, WrestleMania three. It from what people say, where they gave away so many tickets to make it look full. Like there was, there wasn't ninety three thousand. It was only like eighty two or something. Like oh my god, only eighty two. Yeah. They made a whack of money. But the, I digress. The fact of the matter is, fifty thousand pre pre sold registration, or sorry, twenty five thousand. They're gonna buy two tickets. So fifty, sixty, maybe seventy thousand right there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but the main thing is is the connections they have over there with the with Premier Football Club that they've got in Fulham. Fulham. Yeah, Fulham. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, you don't get to be a Premier League team by winning a draw. So, That's right. you know, they and they, they've got the marketing in the background, and, I mean, God knows they'll get their, their marketing guys from the soccer league on that as well. So, Absolutely. And you know what? Everybody says about giving away tickets. you got to give away some tickets. Oh, of course. You're always going to give away some, but you don't want to be giving away 50%. You know, give away right. ten thousand. I can see that because you give that away to be able to get more talk and to different things like media outlets and for giveaways and things along. Every promotion does it. Indie promotions. I know some indie promotions wouldn't give it away. I'm not going to give away you know ten tickets, even though it's going to get you a hundred more people in the door because they're so ignorant about it. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like. Those people, some of those people aren't going to come anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to add to everything else with the show. Just give the damn tickets away. That's right. So, but the, I mean, at the end of not the day, if they pay per half of it, though. That's right. At the end of the day, you're looking at the overall sales, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can get them to buy more more popcorn or more hot dogs or more souvenirs or more whatever. All the merchandise. Exactly. All the t-shirts and everything else. Like we're talking about Mania. twenty. They, they Was it $21 million? Was, was the tickets? Yes. How much do you think they made off merch? Oh, oh, you know made, what I mean? They made a ton of that. Absolutely you know? they did. So, but and my thing is, is the tribalism that's going to come from this with these p- 
people online and they'll go, oh, Tony bought half those tickets. Just shut up. <laughs> you know, it's Unless like, you have proof, shut your gob. That's right. I mean, I'm sorry. Did you just check Tony's bank account and he just, you know, he just visaed or took like, you know, you know, $10 million out of his couch and went and bought uh, bought that many tickets. I'm like, come on, man, just stop already. It, it comes down to that's what I'm going to hate about it. I just want, you know what? I want them to be successful. I want them to put on a great show. I Absolutely. want them to do well and build the company and just do better. Well, they, they need to do better because you're starting to get to the point where they're starting to be compared to WCW yeah. and TNA when they had their opportunity and they missed. Yeah. They whiffed. Hot shot and, booking. And exactly. Every so week, the maybe. Monument, 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 monumental announcement, and it's like, okay, this is not monumental. The Wembley thing was good. Yes. So that, so that, that was monumental. That, that was truly a monumental thing because it's going to give them a better visibility over in Europe. Yeah. But hopefully people have worldwide. learned to take if they can, away. If they can do that worldwide, I mean, a lot of, well, exactly. you know. But they need to take away Tony Khan's ability to, to say, I've got a big announcement this week. Because nobody gives a crap anymore. Well, if he's you look at the trends, every time he's done that, that pop that he got for the cheap pop is lower. Each time it's scaling down. And it's just like the boy who cried wolf. He's done right? it. He's, he's Dixie Cartering it. Mm-hmm. And when people start referring to that and going, oh, God, not another one. It's gonna be, he needs to realize... This That's is right. a bit much. You need to stop. Unless it's a true big announcement, like when he bought ROH, mm-hmm. you know, Wembley, uh, Punk coming back, or things along those lines. Yes. Yes, but not every... No. I have an announcement. There's going to be an announcement. That's like one I'm thing. surprised there wasn't an announcement that FTR re-signs with the AEW. Yeah. yeah. But no, they, they apparently did that after their, uh, their taping on... After Dynamite, or is it after Rampage? Uh, that uh, they'd announced that they have re-signed with the AEW for four years and they expected it will be the last contract before they retire. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see whether or not uh, that is the case. Uh, it's a, um, a big gamble on their side with the way they've been booked in the last year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I hope they made the right call. Uh, I don't know if they just did this because they saw that Vince was back, quote-unquote, in control. Or, you know, they, the may have, the day, they may have used it though as a, sure. as a as a as an outlet to be like, hey, we can go back there. But and it comes back to the same nonsense we've we've been harping about with regards to um, MJF and the whole 2024, the bidding bidding war 2024. You know, all these guys are coming due. Um, I think the big, I'm assuming that the big deterrent here is the fact that there is a hiring freeze at the WWE because of their. Uh, pending finalization of the sale to Endeavor. Yeah. I'm sure there is probably a, a handful of people that they said that they will sign. Obviously, Logan Paul was one of them. Drew McIntyre is another contract. But I think some of that year. was in the works before. Well, I that's think what if I'm you, saying. Your current talent, and if you, you know, I think it's current talent, but no, I think the no, new talent knew. is like, no. But the one thing I liked about, because you mentioned, uh, you mentioned MJF, though, compared to MJF, they're not like, oh, we're going to leave. We're going to leave. You're just saying you want to go somewhere else. You're making, I'm the world champion of this company, but I want to go somewhere else. That's better. But, they, mean, but they, they, they did in a way because they made it a title versus what well, we're leaving. Yeah, well, couldn't, right. couldn't wrestle in AEW. Not saying we're leaving to, but could never wrestle in AEW again. Is that how so, they worded yeah, it? I, I, it was, I thought I read it that they were, they was a loser leaves. Yeah, a loser leaves AEW. Like oh, you AEW, can't. Gotcha, yeah, okay. it's more like if he they lose, they, they can't. The it's the titles versus AEW yeah. contract, like them wrestling there. 
Gotcha. So it wasn't like a we're gonna, if we lose we're going to WWE or whatever. It was more we can't wrestle here. It had again. a little bit more substance behind it. Yeah. Fair so, enough. So so it was good because it's not that whole MJF thing, the bidding war to, to 2024, 2024. And I get that a little bit where you can work that angle a bit. Mm-hmm. But when he's saying I I want it makes it like I want to go there. Yeah. Why why do you want us to stay? You know, why, you know, why, do, why, why do you want your fans to stay? Why yeah, you well, watch, he's in a secondary right? company now. Exactly. Like, you know, which, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think AEW is second rate. I think they're just unorganized, and they don't. They are not on the same level as WWE. No, they're not. Right. They're a different kind of company. They have a lot of exposure. They have a lot of good talent, but they are not they're a wrestling, the same. They're, they're a wrestling entertainment company, <clears throat> but they are not on the same level. No. And if they had actually taken the full advantage of all of the wrestling minds that they had before they started letting people go, i.e. William Regal. Yep. Uh, they had... JR does the commentary with... Excalibur. Excalibur. Okay. That's the guy. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll back up the train here. So Excalibur is the albatross in the room. And if they'd given Jim Ross the opportunity to work with talent... And, and give him the chance to use his WWE experience to get these guys on the same page and say, here's what we expect from you, and had a clear vision of what they expect from the talent, not willy-nilly. And the structure. and the, You know, exactly. we, we talked about this, I think, before, when it's like these, I hate saying producers, it seems like they can't say no to these guys. That's right. Oh, we want to do this. No, you can't. they can't say it because they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. No. Well, look what happened with Dante Martin. Mm-hmm. You know, spinny mm-hmm. leg yep. and everything it's else. Done. It's like, it's like, dude, you're you're you could be you're pretty much you're probably finished now yep. because you had to do a stupid spot. And I think who was talking about that was it Conan? I think and them were talking about that. And, and he said he goes, the, you got to tell talent no, That's you right. know, and talent might want to go out there and do their thing, but you tell them no. Right. If Who's it's not, charge? if it doesn't make sense, and that's what they need to do. No, you're not hitting that ladder spot through two tables. You know, because you don't want, look at all the guys that are hurt. That's right. You don't want to do that. No, it doesn't make any sense. You have these, you have some great talent. It doesn't mean anything if, if, if a quarter of them are, are on the sidelines because they're hurt. No, you, you got to take calculated risks. You got to be willing to, to, to put the money where it's meant to be. While it was a pay per view spot, quote unquote, that wasn't a WrestleMania type event. That's right? may, maybe all in. They're all in. Their exactly. Mania is all in. But this was an ROH event. Yeah. They've just rebranded, quote unquote. They've just relaunched with no real structure. No. And and you put this poor kid in this spot and you just let him go like that? Yeah. That's not fair to him, that's not fair to the fans. Well that's the thing. He did that himself, mm-hmm. I believe. There needs to be a producer to say, Okay, this is what's going on and sit there and listen to guys. Oh, so we'll set the table up and have a you know, we're gonna have from the ropes to the to the ladder, another ladder, and you're gonna I'm gonna hit you with a Canadian destroyer off that through two tables. Whoa. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not happening. No. You know. Keep it simple. Yeah. That's what the producer should have been there to say. But it's, like I said, the from producers do from what everybody says, can't say no because we don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. They got to re- these are employees that that's are right. being paid very well. Half of these guys, this is the dream job because they came from the indies making 100 bucks a night and they're like, "I'm on contract making X amount of dollars." That's and right. it's like, "No, you're going to do what we tell you." Oh, well, go back to the Indies for 100 bucks a night. Exactly. So we also have uh, Brian Cage signing a possibly a three-year deal with ROH AEW. There was a lot of speculation that he may jump to the uh, WWE. Uh, that's clearly not the case. 
We've got uh, Sean Spears returning after the birth of his daughter with uh, former WWE uh, superstar Billy Kay, yeah. I believe. Uh, we have Jay White, who is also rumored to be going to the WWE. Um, whether or not that was true, that some uh, sites are saying that they even had uh, months of booking, uh, months of planning already for him to sign. Um, but apparently that was not meant to be. And finally, 18-year-old um, Billy Starks uh, from the Indies uh, signed with uh, AEW and had a pretty decent showing with uh, Jade. the TBS champion Jade. Yeah, she did well. Like, I mean, she did really good. And I watched that match last... Two, it was uh, Rampage, I believe. Okay. It was on. And I was like, holy... And she's 17. I'm like, okay, do not kill her with this push. Do something good with her. At the very least, send her over to ROH. Have her go over Athena. Like, build her. Mm-hmm. Either she goes over Athena or you build her and you keep those two apart till she gets the belt or whoever the champ is. You ha- you, you talk about pillars. You're rebuilding ROH. Find some pillars. There's That's a right. lot of guys you could be using there. Guys jump from AEW to ROH, ROH to AEW. So what's the difference? It's just another brand of AEW. Well, at this it, point, it, it's just another TV show, right? It's not a different brand. Well, right? I mean, a different. It's like a SmackDown. SmackDown That's right. SmackDown and, and Raw. And, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's not. It should be different. It should be totally separate and sends those good guys over, like like that. The up and comers with some guys, like that Christopher Daniels and those guys that were there have a history, but can also teach those young guys and mm-hmm. build them. A- right. And then you have your built-in NXT. You've got a roster of 150 people. I'm pretty sure you can sacrifice 40 or 50 of them to go to ROH. Yeah, like, exactly. Not some guys that you don't right. even know who they are. And and they have guys there. Uh, what was his, the one guy that was on this week? Um, what was his name? Taylor? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember his name, but he uh, was a former TV champ, I believe, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you bring him in, and he's just... Shane Taylor, the former... TV champion of ROH? Uh, yeah, he's a, sorry, the World Six Man Tag Team Champion, and I believe he was also the tell. Yes, he was a t- TV champion, and so Shane Taylor Promotions. So basically, what Swerve is doing, so they're not doing tons of instead of putting them with Prince Nana's group, mm-hmm. put them together, move them over to ROH. You know, you're, you're not doing anything with... Um, with Keith Lee, send them over to Ring of Honor. Yes. Do that stuff. Like, separate to make the most of what you've got. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you have some young guys there, but the, I don't know. It, it just... You have guys that have Ring of Honor faithful that love these guys, and you're crapping on them. No, you have to decide it's what like, your brand's going to be, right? And we come back to the same nonsense. Yes, we know that they're blo- they have a bloated roster. But you have to decide, of that bloated roster, who is your top echelon? Right? Are these always going to be the top guys in ROH? Are these going to be the top guys in AEW? How are you going to work that out? How or are there's you guys you can't out? do stuff with now. Exactly. So send them over to Ring of Honor, build the product. Exactly. You know, like a Keith Lee, they're really not doing much with them. No. So send them over to Ring of Honor. Do send Swerve over. You have Shane Taylor Promotions. You can do something like, I mean, yeah, Nana came from there, Prince Nana. Yep. But come on. Then folk like, go back to Vince McMahon and Jerry Jarrett. Focus the spotlight. That's right. Right, focus the spotlight on the guys that you want to be the bigger guys, and move those guys over there and build the TV product. Because I don't know who's paying nine ninety nine for that Honor Club crap, nope. but I wouldn't pay it if you held a gun to my head. No, not at you all. know, I watched some of it and I'm like, who is paying nine ninety? Well, you get the library. So what? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know that's my that's my opinion on it. Not trying to like, and, and it sounds like I'm shitting on them, but I just want the product to be better. And there's a better th- way to do things. And sometimes when, and I've seen it myself when I'm running my promotion, I get too clustered with so much going on. Mm-hmm. It's like Tony. It's like Vince McMahon didn't run everything. He had a lot of hand in everything, and I swear, man, he was just uh, popping Red Bull like, <laughs> because <laughs> the amount of you know up late. Up early, work out, back to work, like back to the. I mean, he ate, yeah. slept, and crapped WWE. Hundred twenty percent, yeah. Not everybody can do that, so I mean, but you got to have that structure. Tony can't have his hand in everything, no. And he's got to realize that. And I mean, he can give direction and do things, but he can't. Like, I mean, look at NXT. Mm-hmm. He gave that to Triple H. That's right. Give Ring of Honor to Christopher Daniels. Yeah. The guy's a tremendous booker. I stole so much stuff from him when booking early on. They didn't even know it was Christopher Daniels, so I looked like a genius. So, <laughs> but it was his ideas, right? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I looked like I was so smart when I when I did this stuff. I, I blatantly owe Christopher Daniels money. I should be writing him a check right now. So, but yeah, somewhere uh, he's there somewhere. Let him and a couple of other guys go over there and book it. Well, exactly. You know, you can give them the direction. Like these are the guys. What do you think? And spitball, like me and you do, and we're doing. We're talking about shows, and and you know. Or when we're ta- we're booking and we say, I'll talk I'll talk to you I'll talk to him what we're doing and when we're gonna book and how we're gonna do things and then it comes out and then just let him run with it. That's right. Well, speaking of product that needs to get better, let's discuss NWA, the April twelfth or three twelve recap of Power. Oh Lord uh, Almighty! Joe Galley says it's one of the best pay per views. Would you agree with Joe Galley? <laughs> I did not. I saw some matches from the pay-per-view. I saw clips from the pay-per-view. Um, no, it does not compare to the Crockett Cup or the early stuff. And let's get down to when it comes to the shows in general. Now, compared to then, and if you're saying that's the best pay-per-view, you're saying you have the best product of NWA right now, like new NWA, mm-hmm. Billy Corgan owned. I did numbers back in the day because I was having a discussion with somebody online. And Uh-oh. I looked at the YouTube numbers. Uh-huh. And I think the YouTube numbers, when I averaged them, was about 300,000 people were watching Power. Okay. You could be in witness protection and be on Power right now and not get found. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was looking, there was the numbers were maybe... Tank that badly, Maybe 20,000, maybe. Really? And it was like, when I looked, it was a couple of weeks ago, but the product is not saying they don't have good guys. The product is not good. When you have Gag on this pay-per-view, and I always go back to these guys, Gag's the Gimp versus My Sal Pal. My pal Sal, my pal Sal, Sal? Sal Ranallo, the new dude, whatever. So The tongue twister of NWA. I was looking up, we'll, we'll get onto their website for two seconds before I pop back. I go to their website to see the talent because I was trying to find a couple of names that they said, oh my God, these guys are tremendous. Uh, there's no goddamn roster <laughs> listed on their website. I'm clapping right now. Way to spotlight your talent. Yep. On our website, we have talent on our website listed. Mm-hmm. It's like, and uh, we're an indie promotion. You have a guy running your website. You have an entertainment company. What, what's it called? Lightning One, mm-hmm. and nobody can put a roster. So I, so Wikipedia actually has an up-to-date roster. So I digressed for a minute. Going to <laughs> NWA, I took a look, and Gags the Gimp is actually a floor director, Andrew Polito. Mm-hmm. So you took. A guy that might be able to take some bumps that was an indie guy doing whatever. No shape, no whatever. You put a... Round is a shape. It was... <laughs> he's not even round, dude. He's... he's My son, who is 14, is probably bigger than him. Oh, boy. 
and like and thicker yeah. not, like he's getting my son's getting huge but <laughs> the beach is that way um but my son connor's probably as big or bigger than this guy and he's 14 oh dear and so i'm not trying to slag him but they put a bdsm whatever mask on him that's his whole character way too like no. push away fans because when they see that this is this was your best pay-per-view and you've got this shit on there in a strap match well, and then and you have a guy who's actually a talent, Jediah. He was the enforcer for the match. I'm like, he's the talent. If anything, you have him go in and destroy these two, and they're never to be seen or heard of again. No. Like this is ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. And I may be going off, and I don't mean to shit on the product, but I'm gonna because I want wrestling to succeed and the promotion to succeed. And this isn't me just saying I would book it this way; it'd be better. It's just. This is not good. You're not drawing numbers. You're not selling pay-per-views. And that and that that NWA three one two might have had a hundred people there. Well, the problem I have is this: Billy Corgan, he may have been a great frontman for Smashing Pumpkins, but he doesn't know shit about promoting wrestling. Mm -hmm. He has no idea about what the hell's going on with NWA because he said. It's been a five-year rebuild, and so the product has now kicked it into the next level. Really? This is the next level? With a almost empty arena? And a really... It was in a stage. Crappy like, pay-per-view? Stage like they do Sound pow power in. Yeah. It was like 100, 120 people. That's, that's not kicking into the next level. That's regressing. Yeah. You know? Um... Because they, they just sorry, sold out... Impact Wrestling. Nuff said they sold out, and there was over 1,000 people. So... Was it yeah, a thousand or just under? Mm -hmm. But that's if you go from that number to that number, that's regressing. Sorry to cut you off, but no, that no. was crazy. But Impact Wrestling has sold out their two pay per views. Rebellion that's happening in Toronto this weekend. Yeah. Twenty five hundred. Yep. They had to open two hundred more seats because they sold so many tickets. Exactly, and the one they just had in in Windsor. So if you can't even sell that, you haven't kicked it in a gear you're just kicking stones man yeah, you you're just causing dust and hoping somebody's going to notice that, hey what's that little dust storm over there yeah that's nothing you have such a historical presence with the nwa titles why are you not building that you know they all everybody craps about the wwe entertainment model well if you're going to have gimp the gimp or Gag, whoever gags, gags the, the gimp, gags yeah. the gimp if he's gonna be in your on your pay per view, he better have a major following. That better that that pay per view should have set numbers. Yeah, I would love to see what those numbers were because they probably didn't sell any. And and they, he was wrestling another guy that's the same size as him. Wow. And I'm just like, like no. are, I'm like, are you kidding me? It, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. The booking and the you know he might be able to promotes things but he's not a booker he might have been with tna and an idea guy and giving it to people like vince russo in wwe mm -hmm. vince russo takes whatever for the attitude area no era no he threw out ideas and he vince and those guys the wall vince took what they saw as possible gold yeah look at what happened to wcw when vince russo was allowed to run the place okay yeah. aside from booker t and big papa pump scott steiner I think those are the I, only two. I think Scott was actually before, remember? Because he joined NWO. Okay. Lance Storm, maybe. I think that was it. That's it. That right? might So when you let the inmates run the asylum, you're going to have crap. Yeah. And, and so to, to go back to, to Billy's statements, he also made the statement of NWA is putting on world-class events. Disagree. 
I've seen indie events better than those. 100%. Uh, like, we've been at shows. Sadly, we've seen GCW events that are better than this, and we both dislike GCW. <laughs> well, you know what? The Greek Town events, people have loved. Yes. Like, when they were in, they did the, the, they did, was it, yeah, Hamilton, London, Toronto. They had a better show on fight, and probably more people bought it than this show. Exactly. I mean, he, people buy this show because it's named NWA. If it was Billy and Billy Corgan, if it was anybody else, but uh, Decker is building Greek Town Wrestling that's out of out of Toronto here, and getting better and, and do they were better shows from what people have told me about them, mm-hmm. and from the clips I've seen than what this was world class then start throwing your money towards the indies guys if you're going to waste money on nwa just go buy a greek town show on fight because it's great stuff great names great booking you know everybody seems to like it instead of wasting money on this and you might tell billy that he's not a booker to hire somebody that knows what he's doing he's he plays promoter he's a part-time promoter because if he was putting money into this and the time and effort like oh he's got to be losing money oh yeah gotta be Exactly. Like if he had that, but if he was putting that in, this would be a better product. This is a side project fun thing for him, it seems to me. You know, and if he had the, if he has, if he put some money into this and the time and effort, he could actually make this company something. Yeah. You know, and hire proper people to, to, to help him book and help him run this company. Because this is not what is being done right now. I had another point, but I lost my train of thought. That's okay. (laughs) He said that they were where they needed to be and they have great talent. That's debatable. They yep. have they have a mixture of talent. They have great talent both, available. On both spectrums. They have really good and really bad. And unfortunately, the really bad seems to get overshadowed the really good. Well, this is the thing. They they have really good talent, but when you put the... And then you have the talent that's... He eh, should be jobbing the guys, putting guys over. When you put the spotlight on the guys that should be jobbing... You're not building guys. Mm-hmm. You, right. what, what you're doing is you're focusing on the wrong people. I mean, you had uh, Jeremiah Plunkett and Jordan Clearwater, he mentioned, as our future stars. No, I'm sorry. They might be in five years, but they need to learn and they need to do different things. Yep. I mean, you put you put Clearwater with Austin Idol and it couldn't get you over. Mm. I mean, Austin Idol can't get you over. Nothing will. That's and, you right. know, and he talks about, oh, the stars that we've made, you know, Thunder Rosa and, and Ricky, Ricky Starks. Starks. You didn't make Ricky Starks. Or th- like Thunder Rosa, maybe mm. you gave her the opportunity, but that was there. When they went to, she went, or sorry, when Ricky went to AEW, because when he was in NWA, one minute he's heel, one minute he's face. It's like, what is he? I can't get behind him because I'm not sure what he's doing. That's right. And he went over to AEW. They brought him in. He is a heel. They put him with Taz. They built him. They made him something. Then they turned him babyface and they've given him the run. Mm-hmm. So when they did that, that is what made th- that th- AEW made Ricky Starks. That's right. And when WWE gets their hands on him, they're gonna make him a superstar, megastar, because he's Absolutely got he's right. got lots of talent. Definitely. And then finally, Pat Kenny said uh, what he liked was the diversity and age in the crowd. Well, that, that, when you've got yeah. almost nobody there, you probably have a grandfather taking his grandson or granddaughter to the show. There's a diversity. Yeah. Right? And maybe the, the student or the homeless person down the street who, you know, needed someplace warm to have yeah. a nice and cup of coffee. And you gave a ticket away free to. Exactly, you know, right? And I'm not trying, and, and again, I come across trying to, like, sound like a dick when it comes to NWA. But stop making more of it than what it is. The people that will never improve are the people that never look and realize what they're doing wrong and won't listen to criticism. Look, he's got all the opportunity in the world to make it a viable product. Right. Yeah. But as we said, if you have companies like 
Greek town, and not to slag on Channing Decker, I think he's done a fantastic job across Ontario here with his, his events, but he doesn't, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have Billy Corgan money. No, he, that, right? that I know of. That I know of. You know if, so if the it, fact that he's done this with, I'll say, a shoestring budget, yeah. and the, the quality of talent he's brought in. Yeah. And but, the attention he's garnered. And the attention to detail. Without the NWA name. That's right. Yeah. And so with Billy Corgan having all the money, all the connections, all these other opportunities, he should be all over the place. NWA should be easily the number two or number three company out there when it comes to wrestling, and they're not. Yeah. And it's just sad to see because there is so much potential there. All you need to do is bring in a couple of these guys. Hell, even some of the guys who are there, if we let them do the booking, listen to them. Yeah. I'm not an Austin Idol fan. I never was. But I'm sure... I think we are going to have to stop doing this podcast, sir. Don't make me slap <laughs> you around. But I was never one. And it's funny, I, I saw a post on Facebook today that, that brought me back the whole Norm DaCosta, um, Toronto Sun, uh, or was it Toronto Star? I think it was Toronto the Sun. The Sun, when he used to when do the When he used articles. to do the articles, yeah. right? And and he they had the different listings for the different things. And while living back in the country back then, not having a, um, a, a um, an antenna that got me much more than four channels, yeah, yeah. I didn't see very much, right? And so all I had was Channel 11 for Maple Leaf Wrestling, right? right? Uh, the odd time, we'd get Channel 3 for CKVR out of Barrie, yeah. and they would run the All-Star out of BC. Oh, yeah. And they had Stampede for a little bit. So it wasn't yeah. until I was older that when I went to the grocery store, I saw the magazines. And then, <clears> sure enough, that's where I got introduced to Austin Idol and all these Memphis stars, Tennessee, and all these other places that had wrestling. And that really opened my eyes to this. But anyways, getting back to, to, to Austin Idol, if you have guys like that in your employ who've been around the industry this long, give them the book. Give them the opportunity to fail. Right? They're hey. most likely going to prove you wrong and succeed. And you have Ricky Morton. Bobby, oh, Fulton, Bobby Fulton, you have like and other guys that are out there that you can be like, hey, I, I'm going to pick your brain, or I can bring you in to do. You know what I mean? These guys could help you so much. Oh, and you know, I mean, look at the let's look at the product since Nick Aldis left mm-hmm. when he Corgan legit. I thought it was going to trying to be an angle at first, trying to say that yes. Nick Aldis was sycophanting or doing whatever to politicking to get his way to what he wants. Aldous was the money of the NWA. 100%. And now you pushed him away for whoever. Mm-hmm. I met Aldous. And smart guy. Really smart guy. And nice guy. Maybe listen to him. It's working. Don't yeah. try to... You know, my car's not broken. That's I'm not going to the mechanic and getting the transmission changed or, or the brakes changed. When That's right. My, the mechanic comes back and goes, uh, dude, your brakes are good. You know, I mean, you, you, but you've got these other guys now and you need to pick a guy. And I'm not even going to say people talk crap about Tyrus. I like Tyrus. In the spot he's in right now, he could be okay. But where are you going with it? Let's see where you go with it. He's a big guy. He's a bruiser and whatever. But you need to pick that guy. You need to pick a focal point and you need to push him and go with that. Like you've got Tom Latimer. Mm-hmm. He'd be a guy that I would be looking at. Yeah. Tom Latimer's tremendous. I mean... And then you need to build other guys around them. I, I I could go through this this Wikipedia list, and I can give you twenty guys right now that should be gone. <laughs> Hasta luego, machachos. I mean, yep. you know, and I'm not speaking Spanish because you're going to work for CMLL or AAA. So, you know, That's I mean, might not even take you. 
You know, I mean, I, and it's not that they're terrible, terrible. The spotlight shouldn't be on them. No. Until they find something that works for them, just have them wrestle. Again, booking, right? Come down to the basics. If you're if you're that naive, if you're that clueless, you just need to step back and say, here, those three names that we talked about earlier, you take the book. You've got the book for the next year. Yep. Right? So you focus on doing this. Here's your budget to work with it. If you want to bring one or two names in to, to hotshot or to actually build a program with, I'm cool with that. Because at the end of the day, I want to be number two. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, Don't, you, There's no point in trying to be number one because WWE's got that cornered right now. Well, and even unless you're going to pump the money AEW is going to be number two because they've got so much damn money. Well, they are so, number two. you know what? Push to be number three. Mm-hmm. And... Or tied for number three with TNA. Mm-hmm. You push to be that because he's got the money and the clout. The thing is, he's got so much clout. Yes. Anywhere he goes into, you're doing a Florida, Chicago, LA, Toronto. Anywhere you're going into, hi, I'm Billy Corgan. Uh, yeah, Q107 Toronto. Would I be able to do an interview there and talk about my wrestling company who's having a show there next week or in two weeks or a month from now? Really, Billy Corgan? Yeah, it is. Sure. Are you good for Monday at uh, the morning show at 7 o'clock? Absolutely. I'll be there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, use that. He has some money. Use your money wisely and get people that are not sycophant yes men. Get people, and not just people that are going to be negative towards you either, mm-hmm. people that are going to direct you in the right direction to go somewhere. I mean, you've got guys out there. That, I mean, they got rid of Jim Cornette. Bring him back. No reason Kevin why Sullivan. Not. Yep. Um, JJ Dillon. There's you so know? many guys who aren't even working right now. They yep. could easily take a short-term contract and, and fix the ship. Just like we say for AEW. If you let people who have the wrestling knowledge get involved in the right aspects and yep. steer the ship, make your framework. If you want to take over, go right ahead. If Tony Khan, Billy Corgan, if you want to be the booker, the promoter, then get under the learning tree. Sit with somebody who's going to tell you how it works. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, your company benefits... You benefit, the world benefits because now you have another product out there that's competing with yeah. the WWE. Because let's face it, we've said this before and we'll say it again steel sharpens steel. Yeah. So you want to have the best product out there, yeah. making everybody else push the game to the next level. Well, and that's a and, and the, the, that's the thing. He has got he's got guys there right now to use those three that I mentioned mm-hmm. right off the bat. Those are three very knowledgeable guys. That's right. Give them a little bit more money if you have to. That's right. And build them. I mean, because I'm just looking at their thing here. You got AJ Kazana and Anthony Andrews, the country gentleman. Yeah, keep them. Um, Anthony Mayweather's in jail, so you can't use him. And he was a producer, so it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, that Black G's guy as a manager. We talked about managers. Yep. Because he manages uh, EC3 and Tyrus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, you got like a, a ripoff of Doom. Carnage and Damage, mm-hmm. which is um, Marche, uh, what's his name, um, Marche Rocket, and then you have Rod Rodney uh, Peg Team. They're right. okay. I don't know if I. I mean, the one guy's a bit older. Right. Maybe he has some knowledge. Maybe bring him in as a producer. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, you have the Pope, Doug Williams, EC3. You know, um, I just saw the names Gags the Gimp and oh god, no. Um, and Bully then, Ray's yeah. been working with them recently. Ha- Bully Ray's there, Homicide. Um, you have, uh, where is it? Yeah, um, what is it? Madison oh, Rain? the Fixers need to go. Fixers. You, 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 Jay Bradley and uh, Wrecking, Wrecking Ball, they need to go. 
I mean, they they come out. They're dopey, comic-y. People go, but that's fun. You can be comic without acting so contrived and ridiculous that it's embarrassing to watch. You know, you've got Homicide, Jack Stain. You have, uh, you know, um, uh, JTG is there. Why has he not been on? Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Um, you know, well, hey, Kerry Morton is one of the young guys. Uh, uh, Luke Cox is a young guy. I don't know if I... That's yeah. a, you know, you could be a good sir, worker. His, his this the like him and his dad is there, or is it Luke's the older guy? Whatever, but you know, um, you know, you have Mecha Wolf and uh, Damien Six 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 from Mexico. Mm. Mike Knox, you know, um, Otison's okay. I he'd be jobbing, or sorry, PJ Hawks is the son, right. so he'd be good. But I wouldn't. I don't know. Otison, he comes. I'm like, uh, even as the tag team, I'm like, I guess they're okay. They could be in there as a as a top mid level team, but. You know, like you could use them, but they're not the guys. Yeah. You know, Rhett Titus, he's back in Ring of Honor, but he's also there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Ricky Morton, move him to a producer to helping you book and things along those lines. Uh, you know, um, Rolando Friedman is part of the, the that tag team, the mm-hmm. who is the the um, Spectaculars or whatever. And it's he's the little guy that my son is bigger than as well. <laughs> Get rid of him. He's yeah. comedy. No. Leave him, leave him out of it. It's no, and like, and some of these other guys, like one guy's name's Slice Boogie. I don't know anything about him, but if you're gonna build him, build him. That's you right. know, uh, Tom Latimer, he's tremendous. Tim Storm's still there, but he's color commentating. He's good. He's another guy that's got experience that can help produce and do things. Yep. Um, and he's a and a, Trevor Murdoch is a producer as well. Trevor Murdoch, but he's a top guy. Yep. You know, and then like I said, you've got Tyrus. People can hate him. Mm-hmm. I like him. You know, um, and, and and women like women wise, you know, you got uh, Angelina Love, you have you have um, oh, the Renegades. I don't like them at all. Uh, Genocide, Camille, you know, Kenzie Page, uh, La Rosa Negra, um, Maxi Impaler. You know, it, it's like you have a guys there that and girls there that you could make a division around with these guys and there's lots of people these people and the, there's lots of people on the indie scene you can bring in and to elevate that it's just you got to have the guy to be able to do it and to book it and to find those people and look at other places bring in different people and do this because you know this is me just quickly going over their their roster i mean there's the main guys that's enough for an what two hours worth of tv a week yeah. or no two and a two, two maybe three if you include well, as usa we, as we said before it's all about setting up the framework. Mm-hmm. Once you have that framework, it's just plug and play, right? You set your roster up, you plan your weeks out for your your, your events, and away you go. You know who your major star is going to be. You know who your backup star is going to be. You know, as, as we say, you know, you're, you're both sides are climbing the mountain. The good guy and the bad guy, and they're going to meet at the top. They're going to have all these different trials along the way, yep. right? And it doesn't matter what organization you're doing it, you do it for the all the same because at the end of the day, it's good versus evil. It's the, the old story that sells the most tickets. It's all about this, all about the the emotion that you're drawing out, so that your fans are going to feel invested. And no back, no back and forth. Like I mean, no. with, with Trevor Murdoch, no like, Paul Orndorff, no Paul and then, then his face, yeah. and they're like, is he or what is he? But he did. They did the same thing with Ricky Starks, yeah. you know. And then, but and this is what he and I said it earlier. He can't have yes man being yes, Billy. You pay my check. You're right. You're the Almighty Supreme. No one wrestling guy. No, you need to go. That's dumb. You know, 100%. that makes zero sense. 
at the end of the day, you need consistency. Yeah. And that's one of the things that the WWE has a history of doing. And NWA needs to learn it. They need to embrace it. And the fans need to be patient because at the end of the day, all kinds of um, talent comes from these shows. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to have a long, uh, successful growth, then you need to be patient and say, yes, I don't like it, but I'll voice my opinion to help improve the product. That's right. You don't have to be negative about it. You don't have to be, like I said, I come off negative. I just want the product to be better. I see so much potential in NWA. So, but in the meantime, I would never buy an NWA pay-per-view. And if I was any of these guys out here, if you were going to go and buy an NWA pay-per-view, there is a lot of great indies wherever you are. Go see a good, good indie show. Take a look. There's local message boards and whatever. Go see a good indie show. If you want to spend your money on a, on a pay-per-view type thing or a streaming thing, I mentioned Greektown Wrestling and Chan, uh, Decky, uh, Channing Decker, right? Or, or sorry, um, yeah. yeah, you're right, Jenny Baker. Yeah. <laughs> had it backwards for a minute, but <laughs> you have that. So, inst- if you want to really help a promotion, I think it's only five ninety nine for the for the pay per view or ten ninety nine. It's not a lot of money. What? Or sorry, it's it's not a lot of money, but it's nineteen ninety nine. I think for the pay per view itself or to stream mm, it. But still, put that money into. Greek town. Check out Greek town. You think they're? That's right. You're getting royalties you, for this, or think, what? You think we're we're getting we're getting something out of this? But check out Greek town wrestling on on the on Fight TV. Yeah. They have stuff on there and stuff on YouTube, and see see what's on there, and take a look at it. I mean, it's pretty good stuff. It's as good as what you're getting from the NWA. And I'm not taking away from the guy, the talent like Camille, Thomas Latimer, Murdoch, the the. Rosa Negra, right? Like any mm-hmm. of those, I'm not taking away from them. Yes. But I'm saying, put you know, you give that money t- to that promotion, see yeah. where that goes. Or you look around. You want to see a live show? Look around your area. That's right. Go find an indie show. Go watch it and declare your independence and support independent pro wrestling, independent wrestling anywhere. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.